I am here with the beautiful Sam Garland, who has, who is an actress mm-hmm. and also an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and um, she has agreed to do a quick down and dirty interview right here in Midtown. No, we're not in Midtown. We're Flatiron. We're in the Flatiron District in New York City. And this is one of many interviews I plan on doing with Miss Sam Garland, so don't think this will be the only one. Yay. She is here in the Flatiron District. And first, Sam, tell us a little bit about your artistic musings. She's an actress. Tell us about your acting. Oh, acting. Uh, what's not to say about it? It is absolutely my first love. My, you know, people say, when did you know? I think I never even questioned it. It was just always what I wanted to do. It, it still is. It's just, um, the funnier thing is actually I, I keep finding, I spent a lot of years trying to quit acting because it just seemed like, how do you make it happen? Where, how do you hold a day job? How do you make sense of it? How do you go out on auditions and not hear anything back and know that what you're doing is valid? How do you, that was really, really hard for me. I'm, I'm a pretty linear person. I like to like know what the plan is. I like to know where I'm headed and, and kind of see that down the line. And I found that really, really tough about, you know, when I'm in the moment, when I'm working on something, I can let it go. But to, as a career trajectory, I had a really, really tough time with that. Um, and it wasn't until a couple of years ago when I started working with Dallas Travers, who I think is just genius. And she had a real amazing ability to empower actors to mm-hmm. take charge of their own careers and really decide what it's going to look like and set goals and go after them. Um, and also to... Um, to flesh out a plan that was less dependent on what was going to happen. So part of that is making your own work, and part of that is building relationships and kind of knowing that the, the actions she was advocating, I think, were, were really smart about how to build relationships and take steps and work towards something without expecting that necessarily to happen, but knowing that that will attract other work. What does she do for you? Well, I, you know, I've started uh, taking this amazing writing workshop, and I've written a couple short films, and I'm in now pre-production for shooting my first short in January of 2014, which I'm so excited about. And I'm writing a web series. Oh, wow! Uh, which I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't even want to tell what it's about because it's just too great, and I'm just sitting on this juicy, juicy idea. Um, but it's it's gotten me really. Um, What's great about it is that when you have your own project that you are the sole owner of and it's your baby, you can go out on auditions and not hear anything and be like, yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's great to work on other people's stuff, but I've got my own thing to keep me busy. I'm not running around all the time wondering, you know, who's going to take me next and yeah. who loves me and whatever. It's like, no, 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 I know what I'm doing and I can attract my own people to my own project, which is so exciting. Okay, Miss Sam. And you and I have recently gotten to know each other even better because we're both uh, female entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Because, as you know, I recently directed a film called Twinkle, mm-hmm. and I came across your company, which is called... Career Momentum for Artists. Career Momentum for Artists. And I came across your website, and I said, oh my gosh, I need some career momentum for my, for my film. I need to get my film into film festivals. And I saw that you had an article that was called, like, the top five ways to get attention at film festivals. Mm-hmm. So tell me about your company and how can I get my film some attention? Sure, sure. That's a great question. Um, well, I started this um, actually just this year. Um, what I really want to do was take these things that I had learned from my own marketing guru about getting your name out there, building relationships, finding collaborators, how to have a long-term career doing the kind of work that speaks to you in this industry. 
And I wanted to give that to filmmakers who are even, I think, have in some ways a harder job than actors. And actors have it pretty tough because filmmakers create their own content, but then they got to market it, they got to get it out there, they got to find buyers, they got to, you know, they're doing everything that actors are doing, and then some. And then they got to fundraise all the money to like pay for the thing and sell it. So it's huge. And there are not a whole lot of people telling them how to really make that happen. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to film festivals, um, I think what's there's a lot to be said. You know, one of them is that relationships really matter. So if you know anyone working there, uh, you want to check in with them and follow up. And you know, they're getting so many submissions. It's really good to have a personal touch and call someone up and be like, hey, I know you interned this thing last year. I just want them to like have a heads up. It's coming. Oh my gosh, phone calls. We're scared. How do you make a scary phone call? I'm so scared. It could be an email, you know, but um, I, God, phone calls have a script. Have a script. Have a script and put it on a post it so it's really short so you're not rambling. Okay. You know, be who you are, what you just made. Um, why you're calling, which is that you made this film and you've submitted and you'd love to have them give it a heads up uh, or, or keep an eye out for it um, and kind of what the action is that you want them to take if it's that and, and, and set up the follow-up, you know. Um, if you're going to call back in a couple weeks and just check in, that's a really good thing to say. Those three things and you're good to go. It doesn't have to be more than that. It's a light touch. Um, but really what I was saying is that if it's someone that you know, that's the best position that you're in. If, it's, if there's someone you can reach out to who has been part of that festival, mm-hmm. it helps to get it seen mm-hmm. by the programmers. Um, I'm not saying that they're going to be able to get it in the festival, but they just have a lot that they have to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a numbers game. People are always, always shocked when they're first time going out to festivals at how many submissions it takes before you actually get picked. It's about a 10 to 1 ratio. You have to submit about 10 times before you get into one. And that's for people who are doing really great films. So it's not at all a judgment about the film that you made. It's just the numbers. And you'd be prepared for that. So you want to build it into your budget that you're going to spend quite a bit of money. Um, Because it's about $50 a submission to just be seen by a festival and considered by them. Ew. Yeah. That's good advice because I hadn't thought about that. So that's like five hundred dollars. Wait, ten? Ten it's, times fifty. Ten times fifty is five hundred bucks. Wow, for one to get into to one get festival. into one festival. And some festivals are even more expensive, like Sundance and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You want to think about what your goals are. Mm-hmm. Um Shorts, first of all, have a different rules than features do. So short film festivals don't care when your premiere date was, which means you can release it online and share it with the world and submit it to film festivals at your heart's desire. Mm-hmm. Feature films, it matters where it's seen first. And film, film festivals want to have the first crack at it and mm-hmm. want to make a big whoop do up by showing it at yeah. their premiere. So what you want to do is really think strategically, right? There's a top-tier film festivals, which are industry film festivals, which is where distributors go and things get sold. Cannes, Toronto, uh, South by Southwest, Tribeca, those are your top, right? And you want wow. to start with them because you kind of really want them to take you. It'll, it'll change your career. But if they don't, then you start working your way down the list. There's a bunch of mid-level ones. And you also shouldn't discount, this is a really great trick, the constituency festivals. Mm-hmm. If you made a film that's, that's a lot of women in it, if you made a film that's in New Jersey, find the ones that are New Jersey film festivals, because they often have a category for filmed in New Jersey. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. If it has certain heritage in your film that's being represented, you want to make sure who those film festivals are. You want to go by theme. You can also go by mission statements. Different film festivals have different mission statements, and you can go, oh, my film really jives with this programming. 
our film, I think, is um, it's about a woman who is struggling because she has breast cancer. Ooh. And um, there now I'm black, and there's one black, and I'm the director. Yeah. And there's uh, one black woman. Yeah. So does that count as African-American? I think so. I, I think, think so, too. I totally think so. You know, if, if it's a lead part in yeah, it. Yeah, it's a lead. Yeah. 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 And I think it's great that it's mixed, actually. Yeah. I like that, um, you know, it's not such a one or the other black or white. Yeah. <laughs> For lack of a better term. Also, I think a black director is really great. A female director is yeah. really great. It's, I okay. think, women who wrote it, right? Yeah. Women, women wrote, wrote it. it. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. Women's Issue. Women's Women. Issue. Right, um, right. There might, I think there might also be one about, like, illness. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of festivals about a lot of things. So mm-hmm. one tip is to go to withoutabox.com. Uh-huh. If you don't know them yet, they're, they're essentially the clearinghouse for all film festivals and you set up a profile and you can look at all the different film festivals that are going on and submit through them and they tell you like kind of a calendar of what's coming up and you can start looking but do your research because if you start just throwing it out there and it's 50 bucks a pop you're going to get through a whole bunch of festivals before you realize that you're out of cash right wow and you want to think about that you really want to like where would it go over well where do you have good chances and one thing that I want to say, too, is um, since I expect that all of you, all of your listeners, are people who are going to keep making films and oh, keep absolutely. being in this industry, don't discount the fact that sending something out to a festival that really speaks to you and your values and what you do, even if it doesn't get in, a lot of times you're building a relationship with the programmers, and they're going to know your work. So if your first round of shorts go somewhere, send your feature to them. Send your next short to them. Send your, you know, people start coming back to you going, hey, I really love that piece. We didn't have room for it, but we want to know what you're working on now. And it's a long-term game. So get excited even just by sharing it. And don't get so discouraged if you're not getting programmed. All right. I'm going to tell you guys a funny story so (laughs) Sam can just get... um, You guys will know one of the wrong things we did when we started out. Um, We submitted to a a film festival called African American Women in Film with our first film. And we didn't get in. And we were really hurt. So my husband wrote some hate mail. I know. Oh, no. It was horrible. Oh, God. And then there was... <laughs> and then we went to this other festival in Brooklyn, and it was called, like, I don't know, Sisters in Cinema. Uh-huh. Sisters in Cinema, African-American women in film. The same programmer, the same people. Oh, no. So we get there, we're all happy, and, I, you know, I have my son in, like, a papoose, and we're like, hi, we're here. We were, like, beaming. And we get to- we had no idea it was the same people. Oh, we get up to the table, and she's like, where is Craig Williams? <laughs> and she told she us. She called you out? She called us out. And um, so let that be a lesson to you. Yeah, this is a good question. She knows <laughs> what she talks about. This woman can be trusted. I only wish I had met you years ago before we learned a hard lesson. So how do we get in touch with you? How can we hire you? Oh, God, great question. So I have a website. If you want to hear more about kind of my tips and ideas. I tend to blog every couple of weeks. Uh, it's called Career Momentum for Artists, and the website is cm4a.com. And if you want to email me, I'm at sam at cm4a.com. I would love to to work with you to help you guys hit that festival circuit and, and get, you know, my real passion is 
helping filmmakers and storytellers get their stories out into the world and find their audiences. So I would just be delighted to hear from you. Please do reach out. Okay, so this was just a little quick down and dirty interview with um, the wonderful Sam Garland who wants to help provide career momentum with artists. I'm going to have her back at a quieter time in a quieter place, but I was just so excited to find out what I should do with my film, so I thought I'd have her on today. So you guys, go out there and get some career momentum. Thanks. Bye. Bye.